Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jackson. The Daily Talk Show, episode 211. It feels like a Sunday night. Uh, we're in my house in St Kilda and the baby has just been... We'll put a nice cute photo of my son up. Uh, he was holding the microphone. The the um the ladies at daycare mm-hmm. they um and I found this out because on when I was walking into daycare I was just chatting to this other mum and she's like oh yeah you must be uh, blah 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 son uh, dad and I said oh no I'm Bodie's dad and she said oh you um you work in radio I was like oh, I'll take this jeez. <laughs> Isn't it exciting what like pe- there's people who get excited by like E grade, you know? <laughs> Not even it wasn't because she knew who I was. It was just because they mentioned that, and then it segued back to Bodie because she's like, "Oh, because I asked them like Bodie's so talkative," and they oh. said, "Oh yeah, his dad works in radio," and so they immediately think my son is chip off the old block. So be- you have the luxury of having spent a decent chunk of time on radio. I, <laughs> I haven't done, like... You were on the Hamish Andy show three times? Well, How many radio, times, actually? Probably half a dozen times. Yeah. But radio sounds a lot cooler than... He's got a podcast. Got a podcast True. sounds un- unemployed. Well, they're, what are they? Um, like an arsehole, everyone's got one. <laughs> that's, what that, that's what the new saying it's is, Kitty true. Flanagan. It's a Tuesday. It is Tuesday, so it's not Sunday. So a bit of a spanner in the works today is the Melbourne Cup. RIP, a horse died in the Melbourne Cup. We won't go into that. Yeah. but I mean, the thing is that I, not to get on my high horse, <laughs> if we had a sound effects guy who would jump in right now. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, like I, I probably, I think I'd be disingenuous if I was going too hard on yeah. the cruelty around horses. I think it is cruel. Mm. I don't think it should... Um, probably should happen in saying that the reason that I don't really watch is more just because I think it's a bit bogan not necessarily the horses like I'm not yeah. super uh, yeah I, I guess it, you know what I mean like I I could say that like it would be convenient it's like a vegetarian yeah who does it because of their health well what is it virtue signaling when you were like overly active supporting some cause for yeah. the sake of it because it'll draw attention I'm not saying you are doing well I'm you, just you're saying not even, that, you're not even you're saying well, I'm, I'm the not, opposite I don't even give a fuck. well no the thing is I do but I think that there's probably other things in the world that is just as bad as horse racing that yes. I probably do well I think like you, the dog fights on the weekend I go to <laughs> the chicken fights <laughs> the chicken fights the roosters no I guess you pick which one it's like Vegetarians, not all of them, do it because of the cruelty part. They're just like some it. of them love <laughs> falafels, <laughs> but no, there is, and so not everyone has to come and support the cause for that reason. I don't know. There's many ways. It it would hurt my head getting into that conversation today. Well, talking about dog fights uh, today, uh, Bree and I went to Hawthorne to can't remember the the cafe. We go there a bit. They do like an egg eggplant. Yeah, uh, dish. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, food diaries. <laughs> yeah, food, it was no, a food no, no. Actually, Heritage Wall is the place. It's you, very you've good. sent me a photo of it like six months, no more than that, mm. eight months ago. You're like, oh, we came here for the eggplant oh, dish. It's really good. Heritage Wall is what it's called. Okay. It's on. It's in Hawthorne. Anyway, we um were sitting sitting down and we see the waitresses going, oh my god, like looking out the window. And Bruce's like, what are they looking at? And I'm like, oh, two dogs. And there were these two 
um, bulldogs, like little bulldogs. Hang on. When you say little bulldog, are they bulldogs? Are they those cute French bulldog things? Ah, oh, they might be a French bulldog. They weren't okay. a pug because I was trying to work out. They're the one up from yeah, a pug. They're the one up from a pug. They look like, because pugs, I feel like I've only seen them in the last like 10 years or something. Mate, Milo and Otis. I know you didn't watch films as a kid, but you have to have. Films? Films. Why do you say it like that? <laughs> yeah, I don't films. even know. Films. That's the Brighton in you. You oh, have no. these moments. Jules does the same thing. There's these certain words <laughs> that just come out. And, you know, should we go to the, the films? Dance. Should we go to the dance? Yeah. Do you want to go for a dance? No, so I haven't seen what film? Uh, Milo and Otis. No. And it's these little pugs. And um, RIP, they lost a few pugs in the making. Really? God, if we had Mr. 97 here, I'd ask him to get us the info on how many pugs died during Australian Milo film? and Otis. Uh, I don't think I don't think it was an Australian film. What year? Roughly? 90s? I would have been 90s? a kid. Okay. I would have been eight okay. when I was watching it. So, yeah, that's like 90s yeah. would have been. It's it's boom time. Well, we see these uh, these bull, uh, bulldogs. Yes, bulldogs. Because yeah. pit bulls are banned, aren't they? You can't have a pit bull in no, Australia. No, you can have a pit bull. I think you can now. I've seen pit bulls. Because there Around. is, like, I know that I feel like uh, the US is a lot more lax when it comes to dogs. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I noticed even when um, Bree and I were watching some old Australian TV mm. ads, we'd just type on you, you know, on YouTube, Australian TV ads 90s, and we'd get all these. There was ads specifically about leave, put your dog, like, uh, you know, your dog, your responsibility. If your dog attacks someone, you are liable. And it's like, Put a fence around it. Put a fence like that. It was a jingle. Yeah, they had a whole thing. Yeah, I think they've. I think this. I don't think it's as strict as that. It's weird. They're not promoting that. It's probably yeah. Well, but maybe like it shows how primitive Australia is. Like that. That was a thing. That is just like fucking everyone just had dogs. Um, you know, running around. There was an interesting, such an interesting. Maybe it was Louis Thoreau, the uh, documentary on. The dogs, the, like all the, it's so sad. All these dogs, like puppy just, farms. Or? Well, because all these dudes in the hood were getting pit bulls, and then yeah. just like, ah, oh, fuck it, letting them go, Ugh. and they'd run out, and then they'd have to be captured. And so it was this sad case of hundreds of dangerous animals. These dogs that have been beaten or whatever yeah. were in homes, and so they, yeah, they euthanized so many of them. Anyway, back to these French bulldogs that were probably at the cafe for the egg, the so egg plant. Just talking about the euthanizing, yeah. euthanizing, euthanasia, whatever yeah. it is, of animals. Mm-hmm. We need to have Dr. Kim Lamb on. Yeah. Uh, she uh, is a vet turned illustrator. Yeah. And she, know, she knows all this stuff about euthanasia well, the and way- all the different animals are killed. Yeah, because you said to me, you painted it perfectly, all animals have a different way that they need to be euthanized. Yeah. I was you- asking him, like, how do you kill a platypus? <laughs> how do you? I think you, she said break its arm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I have to run <laughs> it. It's pretty funny, though. <laughs> it's outrageous, isn't it? Oh, you but just so, thought you were holding but, it yeah. and you little snapped his arm. But, but there's, there's rich... Well, you can't drown the fucker because it swims, true. isn't it? But it's... Um, no, there's specific. Geez, it feels very animal cruel heavy. This podcast, I've said at the <laughs> no, front. We didn't want I don't it. like horse don't racing, but it's not because of the horses. Like <laughs> it's not because of the cruelty. Yeah, no, but I don't like. It's because of the bogans. It's because of the bogans. I'm more offended by the bogans than I am about the cruelty. Anyway, um, we'll have to have to get her on. Yes. But um, anyway, so these two dogs are, are walking up. Um, they're sort of near the window and they're about to sort of cross the, the front area of the cafe. Yeah. They're both on leads 
and there is I'm mainly watching that but what there is about 10 meters away is an old lady probably in her 70s mm. with a fragile looking dog little dog just sort of sitting at like with a on a lead mm. but seated as the lady eats at Heritage Wall Kelvin came to my mind, the name the of the dog. dog. The yeah, I reckon dog. The, the frail dogs are called Kelvin. I reckon it would be like a one-syllable, like yip. Yip. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yip. Come on. Come on, yip. Maybe. Anyway, I. Uh, so the dogs start, the, the, there's a kid holding the uh, bulldogs yeah. and they slow down. And I think it must have been, the only thing that I can work out's happened is that he's using a lead that, has an extender oh, so it can yeah. come out. Yeah. And so he's walking past and as the bulldogs get closer, the dog all of a sudden... Which one? Zip? Yeah, no. The other... Oh, the two bulldogs the, the, the ganging up. The, the fucking yip. And then like at first it's like, it started off just like a, a, um, these dogs are bar- like barking at each other. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, Oh no! Like the dogs are going to fucking kill this other dog. <laughs> yep, yep and it's so in trouble. There's the, the cafe, one of the guys from the cafe has got a chair and trying to like he, knock the the um, uh, the bulldog with a chair. French and bulldog. I, and at this point, I've actually gotten that like it's taken us so much. The the point in which I it, it made it clear that if I was um, fucking in any situation, yeah. you know, if I was in the Link Cafe, whatever the worst thing I could do, like just sit there, I would do. Like, there's a gunman. If any anything bad's happening, I'm you, not fucking you, losing you my hot life. chocolate. Yeah, I'd literally. Yeah, I'd be literally the one that fucking <laughs> got out. But like, I was the only. Everyone else is in there, and they're like, "What happened? What did the guy look like?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> and so, what did you do? You sat. So, but I I sat there. But then I ended up getting up, and um. Uh, the the uh, zip or whatever the fuck we've named this dog yep yep um has has started to run into the cafe and so I then sort of blocked it in so that it's uh, yep stayed in while okay. the other dogs but my heart was racing <laughs> why because well because there were we and I nearly watched a dog die did was yep in trouble did he have bite marks no did so he look like he's bleeding. The the lady, this like the lady in her seventies, is mm. yelling, "Help! Someone help!" Oh, and that was like the whole traumatic thing. So you watch, yeah, yeah. help! Someone do something! Oh god! And who was the f- owner of the French bulldog? Um, what, so this, what are they doing? He was probably fourteen years old. Oh, that's and bad. he's a kid. And so he's like, oh, he's like, "I'm so sorry! I'm so sorry!" Oh. As the fucking dogs are ravaging. No, because like, I remember wanting to take my dog for a walk. Like you see dad do it or you just, you know, you see the, the owner, mm-hmm. the the boss of the dogs always doing it. And I, I thought it was so cool to, oh, what if I take, you know, my dog out for a walk? Mm-hmm. It, but it happens, dog owners. My brother's told me about fights. He's, 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 there's one dog that goes to the park where he goes. He's He's had words with the owner like fucking... Pull your fucking head in or something. Yeah, well, he's so got to be aggressive because his dog always attacks my brother's Staffy. It's full on. It's well, Staffy, is that like a, a Staffy? No, well, Staffy's a Staffy. Staffy is the closest. It looks more like it's on the way to looking like a. I don't know. It's like a rooster. It's got. I could imagine it has balls. They're solid. Well, yeah. Jazzy is a female, so no okay, balls. No but balls. This, yeah, they they've got <laughs> big jaws, and you wouldn't want to get bitten by a Staffy. Yeah. 
So it looks like a bit of a bodybuilder of the dog Yeah, definitely. Big quads. (laughs) Shredding. Ready for it. So Yeah, that's scary because I always find like you could probably talk some sense into some humans if they were punching on. Yeah. Whereas dogs, it's what do you do? Like if one actually grips onto this other dog's neck and just doesn't let go. Because that's what staffies can do. They can jaw, lock jaw. Lock jaw. And you're done. And they just, it would be bad. I've always thought I would probably kick another dog mm. if I had, if my dog was getting ki- like really bad, yeah. badly bitten, I'd probably boot the other dog in the head. It was my initial instinct. <laughs> to boot it in the yeah, head? Yeah, no, when I got up, I was like, <laughs> I knew. If you did that, you but, killed yeah, the two other. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, or it's like the. And fucking kick the wrong dog yeah, or something. Yeah, out come the blokes yeah. from the Melbourne Cup just to euthanize the yeah. <laughs> euthanize the two French bulldogs. Yeah, just all of them, because, all three um, dead. Unbelievable. Yeah, Never woof. seen anything like it. It's a real woof woof story. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that vibe. So, but it's been a very sort of dog heavy few days because yeah. we were at a friend's house uh, over the weekend, and we had a um, a situation where. They've got a dog that's probably like 12 weeks. Uh, actually, no, it'd be more than 12 weeks because they got it before we went away. So it'd be like four months old. Yeah. But they still sort of consider it a puppy, but it's a big fucking puppy. It um did that like nasty mm. bark as if it was going to bite one of yeah, the guests. Yeah, you hear the tone. At a barbecue. Yeah. And then it was so it was... <laughs> Josh comes out of nowhere, boots in the head. No <laughs> Well, it was funny because you can't stop kicking dogs in the because, head, Tommy. Because no, but I'm I'm not good, I'm not good with dogs. And well, the um, thing is, you don't know. Like you get to you learn a dog. My brother Staffy, Bode, I've seen a relationship form between Bodie, my son, and his dog Jazzy. And I and we dropped Amy off at an Airbnb. She was staying for the weekend on Sunday, and there was a little little yip there. Mm-hmm. It was an older dog, sweet. It somehow like had rapport with me, and I was like, I've You're had very experience good with rapport. I, but I've, <laughs> I've had I've had experience with dogs, and I know when it was a bit funny with me. But I kind of just stood a pat and did the right things, like hold my hand out, patting its nose. Whereas kids got no filter. Yeah, they would just want to jump on it. But I could tell that this dog was like, fucking, who's this li- other little prick? Yeah. Who's this guy? <laughs> who's this little version of that big guy? And um, and so... Way more it, hands. B- it barked it. But it but and what did Bodie do? He... I say he got I kicked, scared. <laughs> kicked it in the kicked, head. Kicked, <laughs> kicked Bodie in the head. <laughs> Just like, I'm so sorry, Zip. No, but you, I think you get you get better with dogs and you get to sort of see the little signs but still dogs can be so unpredictable mm-hmm. and that's where like um oh, i remember dating this girl once and um she had two massive fucking shepherds what are they called german shepherds yeah oh dude they're scary they're unpredictable they're big and they've got long schnouts long huge teeth and they would mess you up and I, I would go over to her house and knock on the door and he, these things would just light up. Like deep, Yeah, like but that's what you bark. want. Like um, our our uh, dog that we're looking after at the moment, he's, um, he's great when it comes to – he knows he's when a, it's – He's a Labrador, bro. Yeah, but he you know barks. The chance of getting mauled by a Labrador is super low. Yeah, but, it was, but he has the good bark. So yeah, when yeah. people come to the door, roof, roof, roof. 
Oh, okay, so you're saying good morning. Yeah, good we morning, need to sir. do a montage of all the bargains <laughs> that we've done, like that A Current Affair. We'll put it on our Reddit, thedailytalkshow.reddit.com. You know, the Current Affair yeah, guy yeah, yeah, that yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, but uh, these German Shepherds, there's a difference between your the dog you're looking after and these ones because they would be barking so rich and it sounded so angry. And they'd be jumping at the door. So, like, it's like they want to sick you. It's an you. energy. But then, it's, so it's a, if I actually open this, yeah, will they keep doing that yeah. thing, or are they just going to be like, ah? Oh, no, and it's owners all good are coming. so chillax about it. Ah, oh, like, have you ever had an owner say, "Yeah, be careful with him." They're always like, "Ah, oh, he's lovely. Yeah. He's absolutely fine." Yeah, it's because you're best mates. Yeah, he hates my fucking guts. Yeah. Thinks I stink. Uh, it's so true. But, uh, yeah. but the um, I was walking. I've forgotten the name. What's the name of the dog that I'm looking at? Archie. Archie yeah. Isn't that fucking Archie. terrible? I haven't clearly haven't built up enough rapport if I can't <laughs> remember his name. But um, over the weekend when I was walking him, yeah. I now everything's changed after seeing this fucking brawl with the dogs at uh, Heritage Wall. But um, when uh, I was taking Archie out, there's a park about. 50 metres away mm. uh, from the house that we're house sitting. And so we can take him without the lead and he walks up. And there was a little like a uh, zip sort of dog. What's the, what's the name yip. of it? Yip. There was like a yip style dog. That, and it was off a lead too. And it was walking. And I said to, I said, Archie. I said to the owner, I said, oh, he's cool. Like to about Archie. He's like, oh, okay, Norris. And Archie just walks past. And as he's walking past, I just say, Archie. And Archie just walks past. Yip. No problem at all. No, like, checking out. And the guy, I felt so fucking good. He said, oh, what a good dog. Yeah. I was just like, a piece of shit. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good, isn't he? <laughs> just hoping he doesn't ask his fucking name because I can't remember it all the time. <laughs> That's but, so funny. Um, so, Messina... I told you about the other day how they – so they basically got a cease, uh, cease and desist, mm-hmm. which is like stop doing the thing that you're doing. Uh, you need – like in legal terms. Yeah, so companies will what, reach re- reach out to people and say, hey, you're, fucking, you're using our trademark or you're doing yeah. this thing we don't want you to do. You yeah, stop a friend now. of mine got a cease and desist. He was a, he's an artist and he was doing similar artwork to this dude overseas. Really? And – Got sent, and he was actually drawing cartoon characters that this guy was also drawing these cartoon characters that weren't his in the first place. Figure bros, and so yeah, he got a cease and desist. He his uncle's a lawyer, and he just showed him, and he's like, "Fucking rip that piece of shit out." So that was like the first kind of understanding of what these are. And then I saw Messina; they put out like a a thing on their um, Instagram. It's like a response to this cease and desist, which they got from McDonald's. Mm-hmm. which is a big company, you'd probably shit yourself. Yeah. Well, one of the things around trademarks is that if you are a holder of a trademark, you need to show that you are protecting the trademark. Uh, I remember you saying yeah. this about what company? I can't remember. There's been a, a oh, bunch. Oh, um, Disney. No. Yeah. Um, um, there's all like uh, the company that owns like all the Star Wars stuff. What's that called? Um, what's his name? The famous Star Wars dude? Uh, fuck. That we're, we're pieces we're of shit. Look, yeah. I mean, What's his name? Um, the director of the Star Wars, uh, directed Lucas. by yes, Lu- Lucas. Yeah, Lucasfilms. They're yeah, very, yeah. but also I remember um, the the melting uh, Rubik's Cube yes. as well. So but Rubik's Cube, they, they after people. They, they came after. Your friend. Uh, yeah, who, who did like a, a, a t shirt. So McDonald's came after Messina with a cease and desist after 
on their Messina Eats breakfast menu, they used something that rubbed McDonald's up the wrong way. It was like a... Wait, Messina Eats, does this mean what Messina's not open breakfast now? Is no, it? they, they had... So it says, great. it appears our menu for Messina Eats breakfast all day has rubbed, which is all day, you can get breakfast all day. I love that they put that in... To the wording, just so you know. It must be a Sydney thing because I haven't seen it. Uh, what, am I, what I'm guessing it is, it is probably like, do you know what's really good with ice creams is like cereals and shit? Oh, yeah. I bet, yeah, it's like different cereals. That was it. Maybe, that's, that's, it. that's, <laughs> maybe it. that's what it is. Um, they said it was meant to be a Mick tribute, acknowledging those epic breakfasts we've all had. Don't lie, we've all eaten it. Anyway, it seems Ronald didn't take it too well and they had this massive response which was interesting. They got into like, they went into the history of the muck term. So Messina did. So yeah, Messina, Messina was saying, hey, we called it muck because of this. Well, they said, I'm not sure if you're aware, Scottish and Irish patronymic synonyms, Synonym. surname, no, sorry, surnames okay. frequently have the prefix mac or muck. When the surnames were originally developed, they were formed by adding a Gaelic word mac, which means son of to the name of the original bearer's father. For example, the surname McDougal literally means son of Dougal. So then they went to say that this was a tribute, this thing that they used so the Mick to Messina and this kid, they, they said that Messina's founder's son came up with it <laughs> and that they are uh, using Mick as in tribute to this kid's dad who came up with the Messina. But this isn't about Messina because that was a cease and desist that I saw. And then I saw the Batuta Advocate which is a satirical uh, Instagram account that just write these really funny um, headlines that you just yeah, read. They do they do great um, articles. Almost, they're like um, the Onion, yeah. the, the Australian version of the Onion. Classic. They use always like stock footage, like stock photos that looks really stupid. But. And they'll take say something that happens today. They'll you know. They'll turn all these topical things into funny bits. Yeah, this is one of them. Plain clothes cop blows cover by asking teenage drug dealer to add him on MSN. <laughs> <laughs> but I just came across this email that they received. It was like they've just posted it. Batuta Advocate, urgent cease and desist. It's popular at the so moment. So they've, they've received a cease and desist? They've, they've received one and it came from Sportsbet. Mm-hmm. So Sportsbet for... Non-Australians uh, is like a, yeah. a betting company. There's yeah, heaps in Australia. Yeah. So it's like the TAB sports bet. If you uh, want to do a bet on the the races yeah. or in footy, use the sports bet website. Which this is pretty interesting. So they got this and they've posted the email. Dear editor, I write to you as the senior legal counsel, legal counsel at Sportsbet. Please find attached a formal cease and desist notice. As you probably seem... Seen from our social media channels and our ads, Sportsbet, as an organisation, is one that enjoys a bit of humour and doesn't mind having a bit of a laugh. However, we have noticed in recent weeks, today, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Should anyway, we do reading on the podcast? There are numer- <laughs> today has been a very tough day for us, and your article has crossed the line. So, a bit of, bit of. Why has it been a tough day for them? There's there. Um, their system went down, and today's the biggest day in gambling. How badly in did it go down? Like, is it been something? Because I was trying to work out this. They, Batuta Advocate, put up this funny thing that, about sports bet, mm. 
and it's got this guy yelling at his phone. Because there's a whole campaign that's something around BS. No bullshit, yeah. So this is the headline that Batuta Advocate have written. Sports bets commitment to no BS cup day includes includes planned upgrade instead of taking bets. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's what they're referring to. That was posted like, uh, when was that? Four hours ago. And then they got this cease and desist after they posted that. And so they're referring to that specific posts about how it's been a hard day for them because it's crashed. And they said, I've been advised that we will be looking at initiating proceedings unless you remove all articles referring to, but not limited to, sports bet and the term BS. This is great for Batuta. This is the best thing that They wrote, this is the the title of this post, no BS. (laughs) (laughs) But I was thinking, cease and desist are becoming a part of the content plan. It's like, it doesn't even matter. Like it's so ridiculous because you think they would have at least reached out to someone they know that knows something about the law mm. and gone. Should we be worried about this? But also, there's the um, there's parody law and stuff around. I mean, yeah. I'm not a fucking lawyer, but there's. But you'd you know, shit yourself if you got one initially. Oh, I don't. I reckon that if you were if you were you know like the Batuta advocate, this would be an exciting. This is uh, sports bet writing new content. Without yeah. them having to do any additional work, it's it's a weird thing because everything is turning into a content play, mm-hmm. all for content. We've been talking about that, but like that's funny for on so many levels. Like the company are getting promotion out of it. Yeah, McDonald's getting promotion out of Messina responding mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, it's almost like a cease and desist is becoming useless for brands like this when you're coming up against brands like this because. I'm on Messina's side against mm. McDonald's. Just give it up. Well, so many cease and desist never actually make it into court. Like so most of them. They're, so they're empty threats. Yeah. Well, they're just like they're the first stage. I was speaking uh, to a friend who uh, she's a lawyer, works in intellectual property, used to be a private investigator who was working for an agency that dealt with uh, finding fake bags. So she would go to... Uh, all the different markets, asked to buy the bag, should take photos. Like and then Gucci, yeah, fake exactly. Gucci, right? fake Gucci, all that sort of stuff. And then she would go back that day with letters and would ha- hand out cease and desist. And to so, the same person that gave it over yeah. to them. And so what they would have to say is um, basically they'd have to hand over all of their product yeah. or like um, dispose of it within a certain period of time and have proof of it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, they could um, they could be you know court proceedings. There was always that talk of Nike creating the fakes, having a factory that actually creates the fakes as I well. Never heard that? Um, it could be a conspiracy. Jimmy might have told me it. <laughs> but no, no, no. I think yeah, I did hear that. But it makes sense. Like if, but then you do not want to be seen to be doing that as a brand. Like if you are Nike, Nike's a you know, somewhat premium product. It's quite mm. expensive. They imagine if people actually found out they were also doing the other ones because oh, no, yeah, I'd just buy the fakes because well, it's still Nike. The the thing that was really big for a while, especially in fast fashion, is the um, the brands who are destroying uh, unsold garments. So if they've got if they're a suit company yeah. and they've got blazers they haven't sold, they just cut that. They'd cut them up. Because they don't want people. Yeah, they don't want people. They don't want to, They worked out that it was cheaper for them to do that than it was for them to take it to sort of one of the cheaper outlets for sale. God, it, 
can't you? Couldn't you just get someone at the the head office to just open an eBay <laughs> site that start yeah. opening well, eBay I mean, sites that sell them? That costs that costs them a lot of money, and so yeah, yeah it's it is very very dodgy it's big business. Yeah, um, we got an email. Yeah, we do. We've got we've got a we've got a couple of emails. Uh, Anthony sent us an email. He's written stickers uh, upside down. How do you write subject. stickers upside down? I don't understand. I don't know actually how he's he's done it. Stickers. But every time I go to fl- oh no, I can see so if you have a look. You flip your phone. I flip the phone. <laughs> I thought the phone was going to flip, but that's it really cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, so uh, he's written stickers, but he's gone on to. Um, to tell us a story. Hey, Tommy and Josh, I was listening to episode 209. We're really committing to the reading thing on this episode. But let's see, let's see how I go. You can do it, there Josh. Is, there, is, there is one city that I don't know how to pronounce, so I might just say insert city. Yeah. I was listening to episode 209 and loved your insights into stalking. It reminded me of a time um, I had a few years ago similar to how Tommy was amazed slash shocked at what he had accomplished by using the internet to track someone down. So I thought you guys might be interested hearing in hearing this. I had uh, met this girl online. Her name was Amber. She was about two years younger than me. I was 21 at the time and lived in Iceland. We kind of became modern day equivalents of pen pals and would message each other about our day and stuff like that. After about a year or two, in keeping in touch, we found ourselves traveling to Europe at the same time of the year. And she told me she wanted to meet up. I had a girlfriend at this stage. So it was kind of weird explaining to her that I wanted to change our trip itinerary and go meet up with some random girl I met online. Anyways, on the day we were meant to meet up, Amber bailed and was unresponsive. I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird, Anthony. You've been fucking catfish, but we'll go on. <laughs> weird. I decided to do a bit more digging around. Using the information information that I knew about her, name was Amber, age roughly 20 to 22, lived in a city in Iceland, and I had a picture of her in front of her house. I went, went down a very deep rabbit hole that involved using Facebook's people search, which isn't available anymore. But you used to be able to – this oh, isn't him wow. talking. This is – me talking, used to be able to do things like uh, people who work at so-and-so company and it would show you all of the people that work there. Or you could say people named Tom that live in Melbourne. Wow. You could get all those details. I see why they've taken that off. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So um, he went on a, a massive search basically and he ended up finding out it wasn't her real name. He found her real name and um, was able to basically through, especially using Facebook's old tools, was able to find out all of her family, her exact address. And um, he was also able to, uh, to find the house based on the, the image. So it was a real person. It was a real person, but a different name. Wasn't Amber. Yeah. What was, what did she want? Well, he, he never, he never worked it out. He said that, um, it's kind of at this point I decided that I had gone a bit too deep <laughs> and realised if it was this easy for me to find out about someone that had been using a fake name, it was probably best not to share my whole life on social media anymore. Wow. It's funny because... That's a great story. Yeah. I mean, I wanted him to, to go to this person's house. A few questions. 
Anthony, you had a girlfriend at the time. What the fuck was she thinking? Yeah, well, so do you think that that's off limits? Do you think that if you... Uh, if it was pre... Like, what was the initial... We should just get Anthony on. Anthony's a friend of mine. He lives up in Brisbane. Okay. I haven't seen him in a while, but he... Is, built- it, is he your friend? Because I did. I actually did some searching of him. I actually worked it's at Anthony- his phone. Yeah. I've just yeah. told him his yeah. name. <laughs> you can search him, probably fine, but he's got a clean slate, it sounds. Yeah. No, but Anthony built my um, website for yeah. Suck on That Jules Lund Web when designer. I did the American. Yeah. He built um, Conspiracy Jimmy's. Oh, really? A few of his websites. Oh, he's an epic website. Yeah, I ended up finding Coda. his uh, phone number. Did you? Yeah. You actually got his phone yeah, number? I found his phone number. <laughs> yeah. I've got his phone number. I can okay, just great. call him right no, now. That's all right. That's okay. Um, that's so interesting, though. No, but. I think you, I would think that if I was talking to someone online when I was single before I had a girlfriend, mm. it would be with some idea that maybe it could go somewhere. Mm. Like I would always think, oh, maybe it is somewhere, you know, things could go well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had one example, um, but it never felt like that with um, Sarah Lee, the surf photographer. That was someone who I spoke to pre Bree. And um, she ended up coming to Melbourne and we ended up hanging out and we've hung out probably half a dozen times. It's more going if I went into it thinking, fuck, this could be a relationship and then I get a girlfriend and then I take her. That's where I find it. But if Anthony didn't think it was anything other than just, ah, this interesting person, maybe I could be friends with him. And there was nothing like that and there was Mm -hmm. no talk of it. Maybe then that's okay. He also said, pro tip, if you want to find out how much someone paid for the house, yeah. get uh, RP data and just do a name search. RP data? <laughs> sounds very easy. I don't know what RP data is. I'll Google it, but that sounds really easy. Uh, anyway, he put stickers in his subject line. Hasn't put his actual fucking address. I'll text but- him to say, bro, give us your address. Great story. But we've uh, we've had a few other people... Uh, Kyle, reach out uh, uh, just just before recording, asking for stickers as well. You can still get stickers. Oh yeah, up until uh, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. No, Eleven fifty nine p.m. is when it closes. Mm-hmm. Hi at the Daily Talk Show dot com. Uh, subject line stickers in the body of the the contents of the email should be your address. And if you want, you could tell us. <laughs> oh a no, story. but hang on. Maybe Anthony has tested us. This is a test for us to be able to find Anthony's uh-huh. address. It'd be so easy. Well, let's yeah, do it. All right. We'll send <laughs> Anthony, don't send us your address. We'll, but we will send <laughs> you Challenge stickers. accepted. Yeah. It's a daily talk show, everyone. Have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.